Hey guys, the audio for this week's episode is a little bit wonky. I uh, had some technical difficulties. It recorded through my webcam, so it sounds like I'm in a bathtub. But it's a great episode, and I think you all enjoy it. Great guest, great celebrity. With that said, enjoy the show. And welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest, I am super excited. She is the most decorated American gymnast with 30 Olympic and World Championship medals. I am talking about the amazing Simone Biles. How's it going, Simone? Oh, I am doing just so great. You know, I'm really you know, having a good time. At least I'm trying to, you know. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, For our listeners out there, Simone just graced the cover of Vogue magazine. Uh, You look great. Uh, What what made you make the choice to like be on like the cover of a magazine for Vogue? Well, you know, it's been a dream of mine since I was a young girl. I remember looking through Vogue and I never really saw anyone like myself. And I said to myself, I am going to be on the cover of Vogue magazine. Just wait. And here we are in 2020. And, you know, my entire family cried when they looked. I mean, I cried. It was it was beautiful. That's really, really cool. Uh, it, I, I know Vogue is like mainly around fashion. Have you like found yourself as like a fashion person? You know, I wasn't always a fashion person, but I think in the last couple of years, I've really come into my own fashion style, which is why I was honored to be on the cover of this. I started looking into more my feminine side and, you know, I found myself through the clothes that I didn't have before. Yeah. Uh, well, weird question, but like, it's it, your cover of Vogue magazine has you in kind of your gymnastics apparel. Yeah. Why, why did you decide to go that route rather than like wearing something a little more like elegant? Well, you know, gymnastics is something that has been with me for most of my life. And I thought while it would have been a good option to go more elegant, I thought, you can be elegant in a leotard and in gymnastics attire. And so I found my own twist on it. And that's how I see myself. So I thought, why give the people what they think they're going to get? I'm going to give them myself. And and that is gymnastics attire. That is amazing. That's so cool. So switching gears a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, as we all know, we are in quarantine right now, and a lot of things have been canceled, mm-hmm. including the 2020 Olympics. Now, uh, this recording is coming out in August, where uh, normally you'd be in Tokyo competing in your second Olympic Games. How does it feel not to be able to, like, do that? You know, it, it, is, a, it is heartbreaking. I'm not going to lie about that. You know, I've been working really hard these last four years to train for these Olympics. So I'm not going to lie and say that I'm happy about it being canceled. But 
you know, I understand that it's for the best and I'm, I've just been trying to focus on my training so that I can come out on top in the next Olympics. But it, you know, it is hard some days because now, now Simone with gyms closed, how have you been able to train, uh, from home? Oh, well, I have, I have an entire gym in my backyard. You know, I'm very fortunate that I've got, you know, a mat, I've got parallel bars, I've got, you know, the uneven bars. So I, I can still practice and stay on top of my game. You know, I not, know not all gymnasts have that luxury, but I am determined to stay at the top of my game and be the best. And while I would love to be in the gym with the coaches, I'm not going to let that stop me from going for gold in the next Olympics. Now, at the same time, you are on a team Mm -hmm. and uh, like it's a gymnastics team Mm -hmm. and you're still going for that team gold. Do you feel like your teammates are slacking because they can't go to the gym? Because I mean, you, you have made kind of like enough money to be able to build your gym behind your house. I can imagine like other people would have to go to other methods. You know, I, I don't know if they're slacking, but I know that yes, it is a team sport, but I also have personal goals that I would like to hit. So that is what what are those personal goals? Keep winning the gold in the individual events. Yes, we are a team and we have the team goal that we are also trying to achieve. But I mean, when you win that gold, and you're at the top. I mean, my eye is still on that prize. I, I can't lie. I'm so, it feels great. Now, Simone, are there other events that you haven't competed in the past that you thought, maybe I should try this one? You know, other events that I haven't competed in, you know, rhythmic gymnastics is something that I haven't competed in. But you know, this time in quarantine has given me the time to really work on those ribbon skills that I didn't really have time to do before. I thought, you know, it's, it's not really that important, but now you kind of have to stay on all the levels. So rhythmic gymnastics is, I think, something I'm going to go for in the next Olympics. I have been practicing those twirls. and well, what, I- is, what is the skill set for rhythmic gymnastics that's like different from your normal gymnastics? Well, with rhythmic gymnastics, you know, the ribbon and the rhythm that you do, it's very particular. You know, there's a form you have to use. It takes a lot of time to really learn the form. And I, when I'm on the floor by myself without this ribbon, I don't have to worry about something in my hand. But you always have this ribbon in your hand with you. So you have to be conscious of that in your floor routine. And so now that I've got this additional object... I've got to make sure that I can make it just as flawless as my traditional floor routine. What what happens if like the ribbon gets like tied in a knot? I, I've always like thought about like, also you're training outside. There's wind. I could imagine like the wind getting in the way of the ribbon. Yeah. So that's happened a few times where it's gotten in a knot and you know, it's been a little challenging because you, you have to keep moving. You can't just stop and untie the knot. You can't? Is that a deduction? It is a deduction. If you stop in the middle of your routine to untie the knot, they deduct major points for that. So you kind of have to practice a lot and hope that 
your ribbon gets in a knot so you know how to get out of it gracefully without actually having to untie the knot. Would you would you be able to do your routine with a knot in it? Say like it, it's now made like a giant loop at the end. Would you like alter your routine to incorporate that loop? I don't know if I would have to alter it, but I would have to make, alter it fully, but I would have to make a few adjustments. I feel like I'm very skilled enough to where I will improvise when it happens in the moment. I, I'm confident that no matter what is thrown at me, I'm not going to let that distract me, whether it be a giant knot. Unless I trip and fall, then then that sucks. Yeah, no. Uh, fortunately, you haven't had to deal with that yet. Uh, yeah. Have you been training with the rhythmic gymnastics ball? Because I know they use this like ball that, that like also is part of the, the yes, form. There is a particular ball and, you know, I've managed to try to get my hands on one and I, I, for the life of me, haven't been able to. So I've been using actually a regular exercise ball that you would buy, you know, at a sports authority. And I okay. just, just to get the practice of the feel with the ball so that I'm not losing out on any precious time. You know, but the balls get a little bit heavy, so but I, I feel like it's helping me with my core strength. Now, now Simone, uh, in the world of Olympics, do you think there's some Olympians that get like more credit than they deserve? That's a very good question. I think that there are some that get more credit than they deserve, and there are some that don't get enough credit. Uh, give me examples of both. Cause I'm, I'm very interested. Cause you seem to be like in the heat of it. You, you live in the Olympic village there. You see what's going down. Yeah. So someone who is getting more credit than they deserve is, um, you know, the, the Russians, they're just, you know, not any particular one. I'm just, I mean, not any particular Russian, just not, the nation of Russia in the general, nation of Russia in general. I mean, they they're 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 so small and and they yes they can tumble wait back. you're calling them small well, uh, might sure i remind our listeners that you are uh four eight i mean but there's but some of them are smaller than me and i'm i am very small yes but those russians the they just, there's, we need to take the spotlight off of them. I think we need to keep it USA, Team USA. We have been working so hard to defend our name. And, you know, I feel like every, every time the Olympics happen, there's some new person that comes up that I've got to keep my eye on. And I refuse to let my guard down. Interesting. Now, how do you feel about, like, countries like China who have been accused of like having their gymnasts too young. Well, you know, gymnastics is something you have to start at a pretty young age because it, you have to train your whole life. But I think there comes a point. I mean, if, if you're barely walking and you're trying to put your child on parallel bars, I mean, that's just ridiculous. What age did you start parallel bars? Um, I actually didn't start parallel bars till I was about six or seven, which I think is right around the age you should start a child on parallel bars. But if your child is two or three and just walking, there, there's no need for them to be on the parallel bars. So, 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 that. so you don't like follow the mantra, if you can walk, then you can do parallel bar routines. 
I do not follow that mantra. That is not my personal mantra. My parents did not have that mantra for me. I did start gymnastics when I was young, but I started on the uneven bars. You got to start basic. And then as you grow older and learn more skills, then you move on to the advanced stuff. Now, uh, Simone, what do you think was your biggest failure as a gymnast? Honestly, I think my biggest failure is I could have been training harder. I I could have been training harder. I, I train a lot, but I think instead of being at the gym for 15 hours a week, I should have been at the gym for 20 hours a week. Wow. That's a lot of hours. You are in it to win it. This is not for the faint of heart. And I have had my eye on the prize since I remember watching gymnastics as a little girl. And I remember watching, um, what's her name? Um, I can't even remember her name. I'm just, you know, remembering that moment. But ever since I first watched gymnastics as a little girl, I, I knew that I was one, one day going to be standing up there. That sounds amazing. Now, as we all know, gymnastics isn't a career you can have forever. It's not. Uh, it, it, like uh, one of your teammates, Ali Raisman, a uh, mm-hmm. former gold medalist, is retired now at the age of 26. Mm-hmm. You're 23. This might be your last Olympics. It might be my last Olympics, but I'm a firm believer that if you can still carry on the skills, why do you necessarily have to retire? Obviously, I can't do it till I'm 40, but if I'm still competing at the level of these 16 or 17-year-olds, why shouldn't I be allowed to compete? So you think you're going to be the first one to like do it into your late 20s? I think I definitely am going to be someone who does it into their late 20s, and I am going to still stay at the top of my game and bring home gold for my team. They might call me old, but I call myself motivated. That sounds amazing. And I'm really looking forward to how you do in these next Olympics. Uh, Now, before you said that there's some Olympians that are underappreciated, who would you say those are? Hmm. You know, underappreciated. You know... I'm, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna go with, uh, she was in the spotlight for a while, but then she came out of the spotlight. You know, I gotta, I gotta give it up to my girl, Gabby, my teammate. Gabby Douglas? Yeah. She, you know, she was at the top of her game and then you know, I came out on top and I kind of swooped her out of the spotlight. And I think we should both allowed to be in the same spotlight. I mean, you are teammates. You, you're we are part teammates. of that team gold. We are the team gold, but I'm a firm believer that, yes, while we are competing individually in events, that we should both be allowed to be at the same top of the same spotlight. Amazing. Well, uh Simone, I think we've reached a part of the show where we like to do a little bit of uh, lightning rounds here. We play a couple games on the show. Uh, The first game we like to play is Fuck, Mary Kill. Basically, I have three names listed here. You tell me which category each name goes into. First name, Allie Raisman. Second name, 
Gabby Douglas, third name, Michaela Maroney. You can see I've, I've, I've themed this. Oh, jeez. All right, so Allie, Gabby, Kayla. Michaela, oh, yes. Kayla. Uh, I'm going to marry Gabby Douglas, fuck Allie Raisman, and kill Michaela. Oh, kill Michaela. Oh, that's, that's, you know, I, I know the face she would make when you decide you, those, that news came down. She's making yeah. that same face. It's, I'm sorry. I love you, girl, though. Love you. No oh, right. Well, our next game we like to play here is a little bit of word association. Basically, I'll say a word and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. First word. Fly. Hi. Jump. Shot. Leap. Faith. Tumble. Weed. Flip. Out. Grab. Mine. Spring. Summer. Fall. Back. Bronze. Bracelet. Silver. Ring. And gold. Diamonds. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Simone Biles for stopping by. Simone, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? I want to thank all the fans for all the love they've been giving since my Vogue cover. I love you all. I, You guys are the reason that I pushed through. And my family, thank you for constantly supporting me. I could not do this without you. And stay safe. All right. Well, thank you again for Simone for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised. So instead of having the actual Simone Biles with us here today has been the great Keisha Pierre. How's it going, Keisha? Good. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. Uh, so Simone Biles, were you expecting that? Like, I was not expecting Simone Biles, but when you said her name, I was like, yes, somebody I know. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, usually like I, athlete, when I do athletes, it's kind of a curveball because most of the people I'm bringing on are comedy people and comedy right. people generally no. aren't sports people. And I am not a sports person, but I do like gymnastics. It's funny. I, uh, I had an improv scene last night that like all that we would talk about is like women's gymnastics. <laughs> for like a good like a portion of the scene. And so I guess that was like stuck in my head. And uh, also like all this stuff about Simone Biles being on like the cover of Vogue and stuff. Right. It was like, oh, this is, this is great. Yeah, it's great. I'm ha- I was very happy with that. Uh, yeah, no. Also, she, Simone is just kind of like this odd like freak of nature in the world of sports too. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, she doesn't kind of fit that normal mold of like gymnast. Where it was like D- Gabby Douglas still fit, fit that like normal right. like gymnast thing. Uh, it's it's interesting because uh, I, I I like to associate like gymnastics with like the world of figure skating, right? And uh, it, it's it's an odd like individual sport. It very much is. I mean, I remember I did a little bit of gymnastics when I was younger, but my mom took me out. I want to say because I wasn't practicing. I can't remember why my mom took me out of gymnastics, but I think it's the one Olympic sport that even if you don't like sports, everyone's drawn into gymnastics, whether they like sports or not. Yeah, like the same thing with figure skating, I think. It's just Uh, fascinating to watch. Yeah, and uh, like Simone just can move a different way than anyone else can. Yeah, the way she flies and tumbles it's you watching you're just like how how is that even possible (laughs) i I think her height has something to do with it yeah obviously yes when you're small it's much easier to move like you can but yeah she's fascinating to watch i love watching her i don't know i get jealous because like i'm a larger dude so like doing anything kind of flippy has never been kind of available to me right like but then I see, like, I'm like, man, I want to be cool like that. Right. It's like maybe if I take enough classes, I can learn how to do just an ounce of what they can do. But wishful thinking, I say. Now, uh, we started to talk about rhythmic gymnastics, which I was really hoping we were going to get into. Because uh, part of me is like, why is this still a sport? You know, I don't even know. I had a friend who was on the rhythmic gymnastics team in my high school, and I just remember watching, and I was like, what? Yeah, I don't know. But it's very interesting. I honestly don't know, like you said, why it's still there, but there's enough athletes, so I guess (laughs) still going along. Yeah, I'm I'm actually, like, looking at rhythmic because there is a ball. I think that, yeah. There is a ball, yeah. They they do have a ball. And there is the ribbon. And I guess there's also a hula hoop. I'm looking at oh, it now. Yes, I have seen the hoop. Yes. There's many elements, but rhythmic gymnastics is never in the spotlight. So nobody really knows. I'm looking at photos right now. And like people are holding the ball with like their foot. And they're just like yeah. doing like leaps with the ball in their hand. I know. It, I also want to look at photos because I feel like. It's weird because the ball looks like a dodgeball. Right, it's a small, pretty small ball. Yeah, it, it, it it's like it, the b- best way to describe it is it looks like people are trying to be like seals in the circus, you know, where they like bounce the ball on their yeah, nose. I know it's it's definitely very interesting. It almost just looks like a regular hula hoop. I'm like, are we just hula hooping on on the mat? I guess that's what. Yeah, that's- and like, are they different events? Do you yeah, have to do all a, three? There's a hoop, there's clubs, there's ribbon, it's a rope. And yeah. like th- these photos are just like fascinating. Yeah, it's very interesting. Also, like imagining Simone Biles doing this <laughs> seems incredibly silly. It seems very silly. I think if Simone Biles showed up in rhythmic gymnastics, it'd be like, what are you doing? Like, why? I think it's be only because she wanted to be a chance to win more medals. Right, exactly. She's like, how many other categories can I show up in? And that's the only she, She's just like, how can I beat Michael Phelps? <laughs> Basically. Because, like, 
gymnastics is really the only other sport where you can like earn as many medals as like swimming. Right. How many medals can you earn in swimming? Like a lot. They're, 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 they're like, well, because it's like distances yeah. and strokes and That's like right. relays. So it, it's, it's a lot. And I, I feel like their medals shouldn't count as much. <laughs> Sorry, hot take, hot take. My, Michael, Fe- Michael Phelps, you, you don't deserve all those medals. Like maybe yeah. like being the best at swimming gets you one medal right like a year right exactly and that like all those events are a culmination of like points for one medal right but the fact that you can get them in like each i'm gonna compete in all four of the swimming ones and then i'm gonna compete in the shirt right and then you just have all the medals like i can understand like the relays being their own medal but like uh 200 meter breaststroke 400 meter breaststroke it's like that seems overkill it's like why, why don't you just call the freaking, like, event the swim-off or something? Because apparently right. swimming means more. Like, basketball only gets one medal. <laughs> the whole sport of basketball. It's one. One medal. One measly. Whereas, like, I could, like, swim, like, four different ways and get four gold medals. Like, oh, I'm so much better than LeBron James, Michael Phelps. <laughs> he only gets one LeBron. Although LeBron didn't even go to the last Olympics. Oh, well. Yeah, no. The last one was in Rio, and that was when Simone made her, like, debut. Debut, right. Because I think there's, like, you have to be a certain age to, like, compete. Yeah, you do. There is a limit on, like, how young you can be. And then, is it, like, 14 or 16? I think it's 16. I want to say it's 16. I think 14. Though I feel like some of the rations and stuff, I feel like they're lying easily. Oh, well, well, that, that has been the whole scandal with China is that, like, they're falsifying birth certificates for, yeah. like, these Chinese girls that, like, are definitely like, under. Yeah. I'm like, you look at them, and I was like, they look like a child. They should not be allowed to compete here. Uh, yeah, it's... It's weird, because also, like, could you imagine, like, full-on adults doing rhythmic gymnastics? That <laughs> like, was- like, they're playing with child's toys. <laughs> but I also feel like there's a thing where, but shouldn't adults be competing in the Olympics? I feel like it shouldn't... Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> it's weird that, like, the whole world of sports kind of takes place between, like, teenaging, teenage years and, like, age 30 because like there's not a lot of athletes above the age of 30 right it's yeah it's why are we so fascinated with these like young people i know i'm like adults should like full adults should be competing but instead they're like we want to see the young kids because that's the blood i feel like the only sports that have like older adults are like in the winter olympics it's like bobsledding and curling Oh my gosh, curling. It looks so easy, but apparently it's not as easy as it looks. Well, it's just more strategic than anything. Yeah. I watched a thing on it. I'm, I think I could do it. I think anyone could do it. Do it. It's it, just it, it's like It's a strategic thing. I, but think yeah. there, I think there was a curling league in Brooklyn because I remember one of my friends was like, oh yeah, I did it in the winter. And I was like, there's a thing here where we can learn curling. <laughs> But I, I, I would love that. 
I couldn't go on the rehearsal, the like practice day. So I was very bummed because I would have loved to experience what it's like to. Do you think there should be age groups in the Olympics? Like there should be like 30 and up gymnastics. There should, because I think, I think there should be, but, uh, but I want to, I would love to see that. I'd love to see some like 30 year olds with like the ribbon and the ball and the hula hoop just going buck wild. Also, too, because I think there are people who continue to teach and do things after they age out and are still very skilled. So why shouldn't they be allowed to compete if they want to? Yeah. I mean, also a lot of like, at least like floor routine stuff is very ballet based. And you see a lot of like dancers in their 30s and stuff Mm -hmm. like, why can't they do this? Right. But instead they're like, nope, we need you to be a child. Also, also, why are men's gymnastics so boring? (laughs) It's just these hunky men with like crazy muscles. Like well, they, they all—it's all upper body strength too. It is. Yeah, they have like you—you you see like their upper bodies compared to like their legs, and their legs are so small. Yeah, and it's a, and I've watched a little bit of men's gymnastics, and I was like, let's be honest, watching the guys on the what do you call the parallel? What is the men's one? It's like the one the, they the, have the rings. The rings, yeah. Well, even the rings, and then their bar has the two handles. I forget what you call it. But I was like, that's not entertaining to watch. Nobody wants to watch that. Like, not that there's anything wrong with men's gymnastics. But I was like, it's, it's not the, like the pommel horse. Is that pommel not? horse? That's yeah. what it's called. It's just not as entertaining. I don't know, but they get the short end of the stick. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure like a lot of them can do like a lot of. I'm sure men could do the uneven bars. Because mm-hmm. like these guys are little too. Right. And also, like, could you imagine just being a men's gymnast, like, at age, like, 30? Like, well after his prime. Right. Just, like, going on a Tinder date. Just being like, yeah. I was was in the Olympics. (laughs) I was in the Olympics, and they're like, you're still 5'5", bud. That would be so funny, though, if you swiped on someone's Tinder profile and it was, like, former Olympian. And but that's the only drive. That's the only thing going. So I have swiped on a former Olympian before in the past. Have you really? Yeah, we never went on a date, but uh, they were uh, an Olympic uh, uh, figure skater, actually. Oh, like it was in their profile. If they have to get on an app, what's wrong with us? I know, and like we matched and everything, and like we were talking, just nothing ever happened. But I was just like. I wish, like, I had this story. (laughs) I feel like I've been on the apps for so long that I'm not even surprised by what I see anymore. I was like, you know what? Listen. I want want you to meet that male gymnast of your dreams. Listen, I'm determined to swipe right on the man of my dreams. And he's going to be a 5'5 male gymnast. Yeah, gymnast who can, like, carry me. Yeah, yeah. He's small, but he's strong. He can carry me and, you know, I'm going to be swept off my feet. So why not? Oh, amazing. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of bummed that there's no Olympics this year, though. Like, No, it's like we could have used some more entertainment, but obviously. Yeah, they- for sure. I don't know. But Japan seems to be doing all right in the Corona world. Like, yeah, because everyone's actually following rules and wearing masks. In the U.S., we just look like a bunch of idiots because no one's following anything. I feel like if the U.S. had done better about this whole thing, mm-hmm. there might have been Olympics. There could, potentially. Like, from the beginning, if they were like, 
just put a mask on. We're going to lock everything down. I honestly think we, we would not be in the position where we are now. Uh, so who knows? And I don't see an end in sight. So it's really, I mean, the Olympics have been rescheduled for 2021. We'll see if they happen then. I hopefully, hopefully it'll be something to look forward to, but at the rate we're in right now, I don't know if I even see that happening. Yikes. Crazy time. I mean, mean, Michael Phelps says he wants to compete again. I, I, every year I'm like, you're a little bit older, Michael, closer to 40. You still have it in you. Don't know. I mean, well, it's just like, this goes back. This is my last comment about swimming and why it shouldn't be an Olympic sport. Okay. If you can still compete at that level mm-hmm. at that age, right? It, it makes you like think like, hmm, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's just not even like what's going on. It's just like, is this really spectacular? <laughs> like seeing people jump into a pool. Is this really remarkable? Yeah. It's like, oh, he can swim really fast. Great. How often do you use that skill? It's not like running. Right. Where you you would utilize that. Yeah, I I run every day. You know, it's like I I walk every day. You're not like swimming to like get to the grocery store. Exactly. And do you have an Olympic swimming pool in your backyard? No. So... (laughs) What's the point? It's funny. Michael Phelps was actually one of the early episodes I did of this show. Okay. And um, it, uh, the whole bit was like that he like uh, swims with sharks to get faster. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, some of these go into a real wacky world territory. That's I, I, so funny. I, I'm a big fan. But yeah. Anyways, Keisha, yes. you are a uh, comedian improviser what have you been up to these days oh well um it's been quite an interesting quarantine but i'm actually happy for the downtime it's been nice because i'm like when i gotta go back to work i'll be like remember when you didn't have to work uh but i just released a new sketch online it's called give me that d and it's a spoof on uh because i've online dated for the past god knows how many years and i've been sent one too many dick pics and one is too many so i had this brilliant idea to create a world where dick pics were like flowers essentially so it plays on the idea of like what if women reacted very differently to them and it ended up being a lot of fun to shoot and also very ridiculous but very bad so i just released that i've done a couple zoom shows don't know how i feel about the zoom comedy but Something to do in quarantine. Now, do you think the male gymnast of your dreams would send you a dick pic? Oh, 100%. I very much see that happening. Would he hang his gold medal around it? Oh, my God. I, wow. I honestly, there's somebody that's probably sent a dick pic next to some kind of medal. I was sent one next to a monster can. He sent one next to a monster can. So (laughs) the girth and size. And then when I called him out for sending the dick pic, he called me a prude. And that's why I was Yeah, because, you know, uh, guys are so such gentlemen. Or not even gentlemen, just like such great human beings. Let's let's, let's just give it, let's give a slow clap to the men out there. Hell yeah. But yeah, I very much believe the the gymnast of my dreams would 100% send a dick pic online. Now, would he be wearing like the singlet? 
Oh. The, like the leotard. Well, he can't send the dick pic if he's wearing the leotard. <laughs> I mean, but, he'd be able to show it in like the outline because, you know, those don't leave anything to like imagination. Yeah. But, but I, also, I, would he send a butt pic first because them gymnasts got them booties so. You have nice butts, they do. I feel like his lead would be the butt pic to see how you would react. And then he'd be like, just kidding. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you like that? <laughs> Because that's honestly what happens. There's usually no conversation about sex or anything. It's just like, hey, what's up? Here's a dick pic. And it's like, but why? And also, what do you expect women to say? (laughs) Boggles my mind. So I just started laughing and doing comedy about it. It's so ridiculous. For sure. Here we are. (laughs) Of course. Well, Keisha, it has been a pleasure. If people out there want to find your sketches, your comedy, where can they find all that? You can find me on Instagram at at Keisha Peart, K-I-S-H-A-P-E-A-R-T. You can also find me on YouTube. I think it's my same YouTube. Maybe. Go on my Instagram. There's a link to my sketch on my homepage. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter. I'm bad at Twitter, but I try. And yeah, if you go to my website, KeishaPeart.com, you can watch uh, some work I've produced. I've got some stand-ups and sketches. Good times in the world of social media. But yeah, you can find me. Amazing. Well, <laughs> if you want to find us on Instagram, we're at Yes and I Am. I'll post a picture of me and Keisha there. Link her that way. You can find her easily then. Um, Thank you, Keisha, for coming out again. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. All right. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time.